0: is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius.
1: Wow, what an insane week. If there's a single stat that captures everything that's going to be in the Insane Things podcast today, it's got to be this one. A poll this week by Economist and Yuga, two liberal polling outfits that showed that Only 38% of Biden voters say we're in a recession versus 82% of Trump voters. Who got that simple question about, you know, reality, correct? 82% of Trump voters. It captures everything. These are the effects of censorship by our federal government, by our media. They are literally creating as policy, alternate realities for joe biden's voters and the democrats to live in realities that simply aren't real as all the right people in government are allowed by social media titans to censor all the correct people on social media who could help others come to reality but aren't allowed to yes the government put out revised numbers on the economy showing That it didn't shrink as much as they had originally claimed. I don't believe them, but it doesn't matter. We're still in a recession. But do this. Put the words recession America into Google. And you can see the problem. Here's a headline for CNN that pops up. A recession may be looming, but Congress isn't likely blah, blah, blah. The Economist. Vast corporate profits are delaying an American recession. This one from Fortune. Johns Hopkins Economist predicts Whopper of a recession in 2023. The entire article denies that we're in a recession now. If somebody doesn't mention it. Before, in more honest times, they would have reported it recession likely to extend into 2023. It's all part of insane thing number one this week. Because we simply can't agree on politics in America. It's true, but it's so much worse than that. We can't agree On reality, we're not allowed to by our elites. What is the definition of mental illness? It's at its most basic component, the inability or unwillingness to grasp reality, the inability to live in it. They are making society mentally ill, sick with their censorship. The big interview this week in financial news Was this one on CNBC on Monday with a professor by the name of Steve Hanke at Johns Hopkins. He's got a long history of predicting with eerie precision what comes. So he says stuff and people listen. But this interview was like no other interview he's ever done. Because he was in character when he went on CNBC. Pretending we're not in a recession. But forecasting one whopper of recession in 2023. A complete, utter bizarre denial of reality i think that's why the media amplified this interview so much because he was willing to pretend we're not in a recession and that helped their pre-midterm talking points insane thing number two in further proof that the suspension of reality in america is now mandatory on the heels of us learning probably some of the most shocking news of my entire career honestly I know I'm saying that every week now, but it just gets worse. That the FBI, folks, understand the timeline here, okay? Uh, Because this story's been spread across so many news stories. Understand the timeline. The FBI, literally, as it internally was covering up Hunter Biden's crimes, was in possession of the laptop, had already opened the federal money laundering investigation referred to in federal court against him, was... Internally, it's fixers, including Timothy Tebow, who walked out of the FBI this week. We're supposed to believe he resigned, you know, because retired to spend time with his family. Yeah, whatever. He was fired because our side, they let him resign, but he was fired. Why? Because our side figured out he's the fixer. We finally had a name and we were beginning to use it a lot in our media. He had to go. He was risking the entire operation. So out the door he went, but not before we learned about those operations, that at the same time that the FBI was putting the evidence of Hunter's crimes, its fixers were putting the evidence of Hunter's crimes off limits to the very team of agents investigating them at that same exact time, the FBI was going to at least Facebook, I'm sure Twitter too, and warning them that the big news story about to break was Russian disinformation. They don't have to tell Facebook to censor. Facebook will. They'll do anything the Democrats want. Why? Look. Look at how Mark Zuckerberg, he's a liberal, sure, ran Facebook before 2016. Look how Jack Dorsey, at the time, ran Twitter before 2016. They were freewheeling open forums. I remember. You could post almost anything as long as it wasn't criminal or pornographic. And then the Democrats began to crack down after Trump used social media to win the 2016 election. Nothing in this country has been the same since. Well, the Democrats have filed legislation. They haven't moved it through the House yet that would break up these companies. When the FBI shows up at their door, they will do just about anything. Censor just about anything or anyone to keep that legislation from going forward. That's a source of the Democrats' power. So let's put this all together. You saw that speech declaring war on half the country, labeling half the country as enemies of democracy by Joe Biden. You know the one, the one that he broadcast from the pits of hell? Sure looked like it anyway. Yeah, why was that speech timed exactly when it was? Because he had to change the subject from that revelation about the FBI. It's the greatest crisis that agency has faced in its entire history. And they did it on Joe's behalf. Covered up the crimes of Hunter Biden on Joe's behalf, and then censored honest people from talking about them. And never forget how bad that censorship was. Not only did the New York Post temporarily lose their Twitter account for telling the truth about Hunter's laptop, oh no, it was so much worse. They shut down Trump's campaign Twitter feed effectively silencing the entire campaign to contain the truth and Kaylee McEnany's Twitter feed at the time. Remember, she was Donald Trump's spokesperson. They silenced him at the direction of the goon squad from the federal government to weigh in, to weigh in the scales for Joe Biden's campaign. We've never seen anything like this. Within 72 hours, Joe Biden was giving that speech. And all those optics were to distract anything to change the subject from what the FBI was doing. But why precisely last night? I'm recording this Friday morning. Why that sudden time frame? The speech was announced quickly and thrown together. Not promoted weeks in advance as normally it would be. Why? Because the Biden administration knew... That these smoking gun emails were about to break. They're in a court case by two attorneys general. Who are suing a variety of entities. To get information on the censorship enterprise. That's what they call it. um, By the Biden regime. And it is shocking. Take a listen to this description. By one of the two attorneys general. Eric Schmidt of Missouri. About what they found in those emails. This is what that speech was designed to deflect from the weight of what you're about to hear in addition to what we just learned about the FBI covering up Hunter's crimes while censoring those who would honestly report about them.
0: What do we know from the documents that have already been provided? We know that at least 45 officials, government officials, have been identified as directly communicating with Big Tech, with Facebook, with Twitter to take things down. They had these weekly censorship meetings. Um, in addition to that, they also uh, were able to establish a... Uh, a a verified flagging status for government officials to directly go uh, and censor. You had the, uh, a senior official at Facebook directly communicating with the Surgeon General of the United States saying, hey, what can we do? And then a week later coming back and saying, we did that. What else can we do? Um, I mean, they've effectively outsourced their censorship. Whoa.
1: Okay, this is the same program that Switzerland has where Bureaucrats there were discovered to have been given by Facebook personal ability to go in and shut down accounts they didn't like, accounts that reflected poorly on preferred politicians and governments. That sounds a lot like, let's repeat it again, this.
0: They also uh, were able to establish a, a verified flagging status for government officials to directly go uh, and censor.
1: And you should see. What's in these emails? Oh my gosh. The Health and Human Services, the CDC, the NIH, the NIAD, the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, they're all part of this government cabal that censors you, me, anybody who makes them look bad. This one was particularly bad. Listen to this. A federal agency I've never even heard of called the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency was working with Twitter, Google, Meta, and Microsoft to censor the botched rollout of the Department of Homeland Security's Disinformation Governance Board. Remember that? Nina Skankowitz, she was going to silence you, but they blew it so badly. It was a terrible embarrassment for them. And so they just censored people who told the truth about it, censored people who mocked them. This is the kind of power they have, and it's terrifying. So what did Joe Biden do? What they always do. The playbook is always the same. Whatever they just got caught doing, they accuse you of. So they know they're fascists. They accused us of that. They know we're a domestic terror threat. It's actually them. So they accused us of that. And in this speech, Joe Biden literally did something we've never seen another president do before. Ever. He Declared half the country to be enemies of the country. The 74 million who voted for Trump. It's insane thing number four, and it is literally a turning point in American history. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Which leads us to insane thing number five that background. Google Nazi Hitler speech background and you'll see where the inspiration came from. Now imagine this. Two days after joking, and he wasn't joking, I'll play in a minute, about turning warplanes on Americans who oppose him politically, he returns to the same state to talk about he how he alone can defend democracy. And you, if you voted for Trump, are an enemy of it. Specifically, listen to what Biden said. He was mocking Those who wouldn't turn over their guns to him. He was talking about how he's determined to ban assault weapons, right? And then he mocked people who thought that they could use their guns to protect themselves from government, saying he'd just send the F-15s after them. Well, he he got the, the, the model of the plane wrong, but the whole point was... To mock people who think they can defend themselves with their guns. I'm just going to obliterate you anyway is what he's saying. The media reported this. Saying he was joking. He wasn't. Judge for yourself. Listen to his tone. He even says, I'm not joking. We'll send the F-15s after you if you oppose us. So don't even bother clinging to your guns. That's literally the message he was sending. We've never seen anything like this you want to fight against a country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use. Which leads to insane thing number six. The FBI, they're not even hiding it anymore. This was the week we learned they've gone full goon squad. They're not trying to persuade anymore or keep their burnished image. They're operating under another power premises. Fear. Intimidation. And you got to understand something. When you see ex FBI on television, okay, they, they don't just go out and sprout out whatever's on their mind. They are sent out there by the FBI. They do not continue unless the agency is fine with their opinion. Now, listen to what Andrew McCabe said. He is the former number two, who really is a number two at the FBI, deputy director, who was fired. For lying under oath to the FBI. That is actually a federal crime. Michael Flynn was convicted of it. McCabe was merely fired. And of course allowed to keep his pension. Because the FBI are literally American royalty. Listen to him here. He's saying Biden didn't go far enough. Because he didn't present a plan for going after the insurrectionists. Now there's three minutes of crosstalk before it. Understand when he says the insurrectionists. He's not talking specifically about the Trump supporters who misdemeanor trespassed on Capitol property on January 6th. He was referring to all Trump supporters. This is how they think inside the FBI. If it wasn't, you won't ever see him again on CNN. And you will. He'll be back this weekend
0: my own uh, former colleagues at the FBI. They sense very personally and daily the rising tide of threats that they face. I think people would like to have seen a bit more references to accountability. There really wasn't much talk about what we're doing about those insurrectionists.
1: Don't know, Andy. I'm more interested in the crimes you guys are committing to protect the Bidens. But there's no shame. What he's saying is, we've got your back, Mr. President. Let us loose. Let us Adam.
0: Let us off the chain. Battleground America with Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.